I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. This is the coaching rumor mill season, and the Carolina Panthers are part of it because they do not have a current permanent head coach. I guess technically Steve Wilkes is still the interim, although I don't know how that works. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he doesn't even have an interim office. I don't know. Uh, Chris McClain, Mac from Mac Attack in the mornings on WFNZ in Charlotte joins us now on the Adam Gold Show. So I know a lot of people balked at trading a first round pick for Sean Payton, but would you trade two? This is getting crazy. And my biggest fear, Adam, is not like what I would do or what all of us as fans would do. My biggest fear is that David Tepper is so smitten with this man, the new shiny object, the new apple of David Tepper's eye. (laughs) I'm afraid he might be like, hey, you want two? I like him so much. I'll give you four. (laughs) I'm really worried about what Tepper might do in this meeting tomorrow. Uh, Yes, it's going to be in New York. And who knows? I hope they don't go to a fancy establishment and uh, David Tepper has a cocktail. Uh, right before that happens. Uh, here's the thing, because playing it out, even if we played the hypothetical thing out, would you trade the ninth pick for Sean Payton? No, I don't think I would. I mean, I would, I would if they did next year's first, I'd be more apt to do that. I really feel like, although the problem with that one is, Adam, like, if you want to get a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud, and right. you don't want to be down there and maybe like Anthony Richardsonville in the draft, right? Like I feel like you're going to need next year's first and more to right. possibly move up in the draft. And the problem with getting Sean Payton is you either got to give up, you know, this first, maybe next year's first, hell, maybe both, depending on what reports out of New Orleans you believe. I I would rather use the draft collateral to get a quarterback than to get Sean Payton. In all honesty, I think there's a good option. You mentioned him coming in. I think there's a real good option there in Steve Wilkes. Yeah. I just think at this point, Tepper is so gaga over the idea of Sean Payton. I like. I don't even know. Like, if he bumps into Steve Wilkes in the office at the stadium, I, he might ask, "Why are you? Who are you?" Exactly. Like, I'm worried he's a forgotten man a little bit. Oh, I I don't think there's any question that David Tepper in his mind has moved on from Steve Wilkes. I thought he was enamored with Ben Johnson. I just read that like five days ago. He was enamored with Ben Johnson, so much so that Ben Johnson decided to remain the offensive coordinator (laughs) with the Detroit Lions for a healthy raise, which he obviously deserved, and that's cool because one year of OC duties, no matter how good it was, should not automatically make you the flavor of the month, but that's the way the NFL works. Uh, That's how we get... All of these young coaches, that's how we get the Brandon Staley's of the world. It's how we get the Kevin O'Connell's of the world. Uh, because there's very little track record that all of a sudden there's a splash and boom, you're the next guy. Uh, I love Steve Wilkes. I've, I've really been team Steve Wilkes since week two. I've talked about it so much uh, that it's almost repetitive at this point. So with the ninth pick, because... It's obviously a joke. First of all, can you even close your eyes? I I tried to go through this mental exercise yesterday. 
Could you even close your eyes and imagine Sean Payton on the Panthers' sideline? It's weird. It's definitely weird. I got to be honest. He is one of my least. He's <laughs> one of my easily most hateable individuals that I've had in the NFL right. in my life as a fan. But I got to be honest with you. I have no shame, Adam. I am so desperate to win. <laughs> here, I will completely reverse all my feelings from hate to love. I will do it that quickly. But it is a weird thought. There's no doubt about it. It's imagine to him there in that Panther gear on the sidelines like that's- that. That's that's a strange one, but I'm so desperate to win, I will look, overlook any petty hatred easily. Well, you certainly, uh, what the the phrase is that politics makes strange bedfellows. Team affiliation yeah. makes strange bedfellows. So what was once the enemy becomes your favorite when he's on your side. And I totally, totally understand. That's We all want to win. Um, although that didn't work for me with Tom Glavin as a Mets fan, that never worked with me for Tom Glavin. I was I was against that from the very beginning, and I was proven right through five years. All right, um, with the ninth pick, see if you could get number one, that's fine because I agree with you. I think Bryce Young is the guy, uh, and the only sure thing in terms of being a good NFL quarterback in this class. I don't think C.J. Stroud is a sure thing. I don't think Levis from Kentucky is a sure thing. I don't think Richardson from Florida is a sure thing. I think they're all rolls of the dice. Young, if he if he can stay unbroken because he's small, if he can stay healthy, I think Bryce is the best of those quarterbacks. But if you can't get to one, you're probably not getting him. So if you can't trade to one, what would you do with nine? I don't know. That's that's where it gets dicey. I mean, obviously, you're going to take a look at guys like Levis and Richardson. They just the boomer bust nature of both those guys worries me, though. I mean, that would be some real Panthers bleep type stuff. You know what I mean? Where they yeah. finally do take the quarterback and then that doesn't work out after trying a bunch of the retread veterans. I guess Levis has a little more polish than Richardson, but. I mean, we watch. I know you watch him in Kentucky too. I just, I understand. You'll he'll make a throw or two in a game, Adam. Right? Yeah. Where you're like, okay, that's the arm strength they love. But it's like there's more than one or two plays in a game. It just <laughs> I don't see special with him. With Richardson, I I will say this. I at least do see, and maybe it's just the Cam comparisons and me being sure. a huge Cam guy and a Panther guy. Like I could see like that upside. The arm is big. Man, he's this big guy that can run the football. He could run zone reads, the QB powers with him, use him in a Cam Newton sort of way. But, like, you, you've seen it, too. I've seen games like the Florida State game. Anthony Richardson completed 33% of his passes. Yeah. I mean, there are games where he literally looks like a horrible quarterback. So, Stroud is a guy that if they can find a way to get him, I'm pretty intrigued. I thought he was solid at Ohio State, but I didn't know, you know, how much that was the supporting cast, the receivers and the mm-hmm. weapons around him being so good. That Georgia game really was like that. That was really something. The way he ran around more than he ever has, the way he almost played like Bryce Young, buying mm-hmm. time off schedule and finding guys downfield. So I do kind of put, you know, I get what you're saying on Young. He's my favorite. But I do feel like Stroud's ahead of those next two guys. I just, Levis and Richardson scare me, though, man. Oh, no, I'm I'm 100% on board with you, and I agree. Stroud is the second best guy, but I even I think that there is, I don't know what percent, let's say 50-50 chance that he's good yeah. in the NFL. And I am not willing to make that risk. First of all, you, he's not going to be around at nine. You're going to have to trade up to like up. Yeah. three or four 
uh, for a chance at C.J. Stroud. So you're spending more assets. And I keep saying this. Brock Purdy, to me, broke the draft. He completely broke. He should. And this has been a long time coming. We don't have to go back very far. First quarterback taken in a draft was Baker Mayfield. Third quarterback taken in the draft, Sam Darnold. The 10th quarterback taken in that draft, Josh Rosen. I mean, Darnold's the best of those three. right? I mean, in my opinion, Darnold's the best of those three. Zach Wilson taken second last year. He's terrible. The Jets don't know what to do with, with Zach Wilson. It's so hard that when you get the last player taken in the draft, looks like, oh, my gosh. This guy might be better than the ta- the player taken third in the last draft. That's how that's how crazy the position of quarterback is, and you don't know. I wouldn't take a chance unless I knew the guy was going to be good. I wouldn't draft one. I'd, I'd well, tra- do, you, do you go David Carr? Do you try that? Do you go? No. I mean, a lot of fans here are crazy over the idea of trying to get Lamar Jackson. But you're talking about, like, hundreds of dollars guaranteed to a guy that's missed 11 games the last two years. You're talking, like, what, close to $50 million a year, two first-round picks if they franchise them. Like, what's the alternative, though, is my problem to trying to take a shot in the draft? I think you 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 make a very good point. And it's, there's really no answer for, well, what's the alternative? Except that I always have thought that that's the wrong question to ask. <laughs> Right, no, I, but but the, I asked you the wrong question. No, 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 but I I understand why we ask it. We, it's it's the same it's the same discussion about well we have to pay this guy. What's our alternative? That doesn't mean you have to give somebody a bad contract, right? Uh, but the alternative is is for a lot of people part of it. But once you've given somebody a bad contract, it's over because it yeah. impacts so many other things. Um, what what I would certainly be interested in getting Lamar Jackson. Uh, there's no way. Like I know Lamar thinks he's going to get a fully guaranteed deal because Deshaun Watson did, but he's not. He's not going to get that. He's not going to get that from Baltimore. He's not going to get that from anybody. Uh, I mean, he might get it from a, a terrible organization, some desperate team. Which and wait I'm a second? Did you I'm just afraid, as I say that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm very self aware as a Panther fan. <laughs> That's true. So maybe he will get it from Carolina because if you if you guarantee him fifty million dollars a year, then that's your cap hit, and that's the problem with with this with all of that is what does the cap hit do? And even though the cap is going to go up, uh, I don't know. Could they guarantee him forty million a year and make it fully guaranteed for six years? I think they could get away with that. Cap's going to continue going up because the NFL makes all sorts healthy? of money. Like the the way he plays, I'm worried that that this is the start of a trend. These five and six games missed the last two years, right? I like I I also understand that, except that you just, there's no way to predict it, right? You know, Christian no. McCaffrey stayed healthy this year. Uh, we I just, just thought. This- we just thought the same damn thing. We just he went was with the Panthers all year. Would he have stayed healthy? Probably Am I not. A too paranoid. Panthers <laughs> well, it all depends on if you if you ask Frank Garcia. Uh, <laughs> so I remember those conversations. Those are great. Uh, look, I I just think that if you if you try to guess whether or not he would stay healthy, then I just you might as well not even do it. But uh, I I would just go into he is that good good of a player. 
And, you know, maybe maybe over time he runs a little bit less. I think the underrated part of his game is his throwing. I think he's a great thrower. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be fun, man. Uh, who it, Since it's not going to be Sean Payton, who's it going to be? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-843. 0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I I do think it, it would, I think David Tepper takes his swing at Peyton here and if it, and if it doesn't work out and I think I wouldn't think it would, although he worries me a little bit with what he might be able to give up, willing to give up. I think if it's not Peyton it ends up being Wilkes ultimately. I mean, awesome. I did hear that he did have an interview that his offensive plan was, I don't know any details of it, sadly, but it did impress them and it, it did make a mark. And compared to, you know, the other interviews they did early on, they did feel like it was the most impressive. So I almost, I feel like Wilkes is kind of sitting there as like, you know, the, the safe option for David Tepper. But in the meantime, he's going to go out there and, you know, shoot his, his YOLO shot at Sean Payton. I guess, right. You know, he's such a Steelers guy, David Tepper, right? The the greatest example, because I think there are similarities between Wilkes and Mike Tomlin, the greatest example of somebody whose biggest strength is his ability to communicate and his ability to lead is Mike Tomlin. And that's what I think Steve Wilkes' best trait is as a coach, the ability to communicate and lead and be the face of your franchise and be a solid human being. I just don't understand why that's not... That, those things, unfortunately, in the NFL don't jump off the page. They just no, don't. No, it, well, that's the thing. And you look, you know, someone asked me today, why isn't Wilkes interviewing for other head coaching jobs? And it, it goes to what you're just saying. I mean, people are looking for a type, right? And, you, yeah. and often it is that young offensive whiz kid. And Steve Wilkes, unfortunately, for multiple reasons, we can certainly get into that, you know, but it, it's not that type. And But the Panthers saw it. That's the thing. Other organizations can't tell from the outside. But the Panthers internally, David Tepper has to know how everybody there responded to him and feels about him, you know? Just look at the results over the 12 weeks that Steve Wilkes was the head coach. That team went 6-6 six and six under yeah. Steve Wilkes and should have gone should have gone a game better uh, if Eddie Pinero had just made the kick. <laughs> I mean, seriously, just make the kick, and it's a game better. Who knows? Uh, Chris McClain, Mac Attack. WFNZ in Charlotte every morning. I appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Anytime, man. Be good. You got it. At Mac WFNZ in Charlotte. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.